0: Lord is so good. The Lord is so amazing. God is so awesome. It's an honor to be back. I honor Pastor Tim and Pastor Kathy. Amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, just shout. Make some noise in here. Act like it's Friday night. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. And so I hope we came to shake up the region tonight. I hope we came to stir up uh, ourselves in our most holy faith. And I, and I hope that on the deep, um, the inner parts of us that we have began to, in this amazing place of worship um, that we have just transitioned out of, that we are taking this experience in worship as a place of a download so that we can then outload. You understand? And so these this well, this well of worship, um, that we have experienced, just play for me just a, a few more minutes. Um, this well of worship that that we've experienced, it's an impartation that causes us to export that which God designs um in this particular region and the different regions that you're from. So I'm excited to be here uh tonight, and um I believe that I have a word of the Lord uh for you um tonight. And I'm super excited. So just bow your heads and we're going to just pray. And then I'm going to begin to minister and to teach. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for who you are in all of your glory. God, I thank you for being King of Kings, and I thank you for being Lord of Lords. I thank you for being the King of this region, Lord God, and Father God, the King of these people. And Father God, so we open our hearts now to receive, Lord God, from you. We decrease, God, that you would increase on the inside of us, and we thank you for the supernatural. Lord God, we thank you for uncommon acceleration acceleration. As prophet William began to pray and to speak and declare in God, we don't want to be stuck any longer, but father God, we put ourselves in position to be used by you. And so we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus name and let all of the nation changers say amen. All right. Sounds like we got some people in here tonight. Woo. I want to talk tonight. I like that corner. That corner's is ready. I want to talk tonight about apostolic transition. Because I think that we need to begin to understand the weight and the depth and the responsibility uh, that God has given us. And as I sat in the atmosphere uh, tonight for just a few minutes as... I was in worship um, I really began I really felt the heart of the father in this room but one of the things that God said is he said as we began to transition as an apostolic people he says not only must you know me as father he says but you got to begin to understand me as king and as Lord because kings win territories And so we've got to get a little bit more violent. We've got to get a little bit more aggressive for the kingdom of heaven suffers violent, but the violent taken by forth. And so the reason we experience the father in worship is so that we have identity and security to go on the battlefield and do business until he comes. And so I believe that as we talk about becoming an apostolic house, we have to begin to say, okay, God, well, now I need you to show me who are you as king of kings and who... Who are you as Lord of lords who was and is and is to come? Who is this king of glory? The Lord God strong and mighty. The Lord God mighty in battle. I need to know him. Because the different sides of God are so important for us to become acquainted with. Uh, As uh, Pastor Tim began to talk, he talked about, he gave the analogy that if uh, we only heard one voice, then we would only understand uh, one dimension or one part of the whole of what God was saying. And so the same goes in terms of our experience with God. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the Father. We have Jesus the Son. And so there are dimensions of God. Jehovah Jireh, my provider Jehovah Rophi my healer and so there are parts of God that God wants us to begin to unpack if we're going to be an apostolic people because an apostolic people can't just live in the realm of the father we must understand the king who wins wars and possesses territories do I have any fighters in the room tonight because I don't know about you there's some stuff I've been promised Hey, see that ain't nobody we, we you know the stuff that we prophesy to each other about that you know we fall on the floor over that we cry and we shed tears over this stuff has weight it has evidence in the realm of the spirit and we need to understand how is it that we began to oh God Aki like said do business or occupy until I come and so I want to know how to get my stuff What in this region belongs to you? What in your family belongs to you? And so we're gonna talk about apostolic transition. We gotta begin to transition our mind because if our mind doesn't transition then our actions will never follow. So who have we known up until now? Who have we, who have we known? In our experience, in our coming into God, we become acquainted with him as savior he rescued us out of something right so we understand him as deliverer as strong deliverer as the one who translated us out of darkness and he begins to bring us into light we begin to understand the dimensions of healing where we were broken where some of us have been uh, in mind battles where some of us were in shackles in our past where some of us were simply in darkness and we encountered this man named Jesus who brought us out of come on here the captivity and he began to bring us into a place of freedom and he says listen here he says none come to the Father except I draw them and so Jesus did, he became your door and he walked you to an encounter with the Father and you fell in love with the Father but now you need to meet the King Father's a pretty nice guy father talks to you he assures your identity he makes sure that you understand who you are that you're fearfully and wonderfully made right he talks to you in the comfort of your home you feel safe with the father but the king places a different demand upon you because every king that we saw in the Old Testament was about nations and territories and so if we're going to represent the king of kings we've got to begin to understand our posture as king. so why did he give us uh, as Pastor Tim said five fold ministry come on here for the equipment of the same for the work of the ministry this is about territories God doesn't want influence anymore he wants a seat in the kingdoms and the spheres of this world so we've got to begin to say how do I come out of the oh God out of the house with the father come on here and get into the boardroom with the king because see apostolic transition is about becoming decision makers Oh, so we got to begin to see differently all right, come on. Let's go to the word. I don't want y'all to kick me out of the region because y'all say I ain't got it, I don't open the Bible yet, but I I'm preaching already. Woo! I want you to I want you to go to Habakkuk the second chapter. Breathe in us, God, fresh. You know, it's so interesting how in the word of God, we just, we kind of dismiss things. You know, we kind of just read it. We, We declare things in the atmosphere. He's king of kings and he's lord of lords. But who is the of kings and the of lords? That's us. Know ye not that ye are little gods? I'm trying to change your mind. He came as a lamb, come on here, but he transitioned to a judge. Come on, you came out of darkness. But when you became light, you became an answer. All right, king of kings, lord of lords. And so when we talk about the reason God brings a people, to a place of apostolic transition is because what God now is doing Is he is opening up your mind and your spirit from the small microcosm of the way that you've been thinking and the way that you have seen things. The word of God, look at this, apostolic transition is about bringing a people and a region to maturity. Watch the word here, it says that we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect comes... The part is done away with. So what is God saying? As we become mature in our apostolic identity, we come out of a place of part and we become the full counsel of God in the earth. And so we don't get to say anymore, we know in part and we prophesy in part because perfection does away with the part and perfection is maturity. And so God brings about apostolic transition to mature a people to steward the earth psalm says that the heavens even the heavens declare the glory of god but the earth must show forth it must produce and so what apostolic transition does is oh god it brings you out of dependency upon god and you begin to realize that you oh god Do y'all realize, he says, the heavens, even the heavens of mine, but the earth have I given to the children of men. And so what he's saying right there is the stuff that you're asking me to do in earth, I created you to be the answer for. He said, I'm responsible for heaven. He said, but you're responsible for earth. And that's why he said, I'm king of kings, because he created you as a king in the earth to steward earth territory. Exactly. And the kingdom of what is within you. And maturity brings it to the place where what is in you is exported out of you. You understand? All right, let's look at it here. Apostolic, somebody say apostolic transition. That means I got to grow up. Say it. I want you to say it. That means I got to grow up. That means I have to level up and I gotta come out of codependency. I'm gonna make you confess this. The stuff that I've been waiting on God to do. What's the rest, Pastor Tim? He will do exceeding abundantly above all that he could you can ask to think according to the power that works on the inside of you. See, apostolic transition and apostolic maturity means that you understand you no longer have Jesus the Lamb on the inside of you, but you have G. Oh God. G- the lion of the tribe of judah come on here he said for this very purpose was the son of made man manifest come on here to destroy the works of the enemy for the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel come on here to the poor come on Opening up sight to the blind to preach at liberty of them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. And so, what it means in apostolic transition is I'm no longer looking at Jesus, come on here, as the Savior on the cross. What it means is that I have cultivated. A perfected relationship on the inside of me where a mature Jesus begins to stretch out in me. Every part of me begins to be engrafted. I began to think like him. I began to walk like him. I begin to create like him. Come on here. I begin to possess like him. Why? Because maturity he is drawn to himself. said the word john says the word became flesh and he dwelt among us so the only look at this when we understand the fullness of apostolic transition we begin to understand that we are come on here a word from heaven we are a word from heaven in body form so that people don't run from us so that we make sense in our environment but on the inside look at here oh God on the inside we are God's full potential look at here in oh God full potential walking in the earth nothing missing nothing broken come on it says that the earth is groaning for the manifestation of what you become when you mature in I came tonight One purpose. I want to upgrade your thought so that you ascend to the level, come on here, that God has preordained for you. When we when we take this, when we take this worship moment and we sing the types of songs that we sing when we talk about Yahweh and it's 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 elevating the preeminence of god apostolic look at here apostolic transition and i'm going to say this is built upon two very key foundational things in the life of a believer whenever you are in apostolic transition when a region is in apostolic transition when a church is in apostolic transition there must be look at here There must be a very clear identification and pulse on intercession and on worship. Transition will not happen. Territory will not be gained without worship and without intercession. If you're taking notes, I want you to understand that worship and intercession are married. is the language, look at here, that produces the very government or authority of God in the earth. If we, oh God, if we're going to be an apostolic people, you cannot be apostolic without governance, without the government, The oh God, without the government of God being positioned to release the law of God concerning this particular church or this particular region. God has set policy concerning this church. God has set policy concerning this region. And the only way you get to execute the laws is to make sure that the throne is here. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. oh God, come on here, y'all believe me. Go to Revelation five, and it talks about it talks about what is around the throne. He had a revelation, and he began to say no one was worthy to open the book or to loose the seals, but the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. He said he was the only one who could break stuff and who could loose stuff. You don't believe praise is important? If this region is tied up, if this region is dry, if your life is tied up, if your life is dry, there is somebody called the Lion of the tribe of Judah who is anointed to break and to open. It goes on in Revelations, the fifth chapter, and it begins to describe the elders that surround the throne. But it begins to then say that the uh, the vials of odors, which are the prayers of the saints, and it talked about a harp. What do those things represent? Prayer and worship. If prayer and worship is around the very throne of God, what do you think? How do you think we're going to legislate it? How are we going to transition this church? How, how are we going to transition? Woo! this ministry, because what you need to understand, look at this, when you transition, ah man, I ain't even going in order, but whatever, so here we go, (laughs) when we are talking about transition, do you realize that worship moments like this, they no longer become about you? Do you realize that apostolic people worship at home for themselves? but when they get here the worship look at here is to release a blanket over the region over the territory so that a portal is open we don't have to spend 45 come on 45 minutes in worship worshiping you come on here out of depression when, oh god because when you become mature in god you find your own closet at home and yada by break every come on here There's something and so when you come into the corporate setting you're looking for what do I need to push so that the portal is open? Because what you don't understand is what you're connected to corporately influences where you are personally. Come on here. And if come on here, and if we only got an hour and 15 minutes to worship, and we gotta spend an hour come on here getting you out of stuff that as an apostolic person you should have been doing at home in your closet, then we've only got 15 minutes. To move the house. We've only got 15 minutes to move the region. We've only got 15 minutes to understand prophetically God, what are you saying? Where are we going? How do we need to advance? What are we doing? Because worship is more than just a feeling, worship is currency. Woo! Do do you realize? That when worship ascends and opens up, do you you realize that millionaires are made in worship? Inside of worship, when that realm is opened up, you should be looking for ideas. Looking for instructions. Because, see, apostolic people become very king-focused. God, what what is it? what What are you trying to, what are you designed to do? Oh, God, because, see, he cannot, look at this. He cannot fully represent the kingdom if we don't have an economy. economy attached to the apostolic dimension because we have to be able not only to do spiritual business but we got to be able to do natural business and my Bible says that money answers all things. Okay, ain't nobody want none. I got you, God. Give it to me. But when we begin to think apostolically, We then begin to think systems because, oh God, apostolic, Um, apostleship, when you're talking about running a nation or changing the governance of a nation, you then begin to think systems and spheres. And so there begins to be a reorientation even of the structure of your organization, the structure of how you've been doing things. Come on here. like right. right? We begin to reassign people to their highest and best use. Okay, it's great. You've been serving over here, but this is where, come on here, the kingdom is going to get, come on, the best use, the best production out of you so we begin to switch according to where your supply will be most potent because apostolic ministry is about effectiveness and so we've got to begin to shift in our perspective let me tell you something about transition transition sometimes is difficult because we won't let the old man die personally and organizationally When God is taking you, come on here, to another level, he wants to get you into new habits. Look at here. He's trying to take you and elevate you to a new place, and you're fighting by because it's requiring a new discipline for you. You haven't been here before, and so transition can be rough. Transition can be rough on an organization because you want it to stay the same. just I'll be fighting change yeah. but yeah y'all be standing in worship oh, use me, Lord. You say, well, I want to use you over there I want to use you over here I'm over here but yeah but I don't want to change I don't want to move I want to change location I want to change perspectives I want to I don't want to give up my ideology I like nursing my wounds I want the church to stay a hospital come on here hospitals in our days don't even let you stay in the hospital Mm -mm. walk down this hallway because you got to give this bed up. I know you had surgery yesterday, but walk down. Come on here. We got to change our mentality. We want the church to be the place that celebrates our mediocrity. But if we're going to come on here be an apostolic transition, somebody got to grow up because we need generals we need warriors we need come on we need people on the front line we need intercessors we need come on dance ministers we need worshipers come on here it, that, that don't take two hours to find the realm come on here because they live in the realm. We've got to come out of this idea that church is a social club. Come on here. we got to come out of this idea that we, we consume as well. I don't go to that church no more because they stopped serving coffee. Baby, this ain't about coffee. This is about territory. Get your coffee on the way. If we stop putting sandwiches out on Friday night, you better understand what your Metron is and your assignment is. Come on here. We got to stop having a consumerism Christianity and understand that you're working for a king that does not negotiate with terrorists. All right. So. 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 How are we gonna transition? We need vision, folks. We need vision. A backup. Y'all alright out there? Okay, good. I'm alright too. Eric, you got the car ready? Guess I gotta run out. Get it ready. Paparazzi's coming. So when we talk about apostolic transition, right? Whenever God is taking a people, taking an organization through a place of transition, he always front loads that particular place with vision, all right? And so one of the things we have to understand, the reason God gives a place, a vision, look at this, is because the picture the vision it comes from the realm of the spirit or from the heavenly realm right from the eternal realm and what it does it, it it gives you a connection point to what is already finished because now as you're walking through right so um Justin come in for me for for a second come right here Pastor Tim can I bother you for a second and I want you to go right there to the to the end of that Go down a little bit. Yeah, right behind Justin. You you come on, Justin, come on, Justin. Right there, right there, there you go. So, uh, can I borrow you too? Can you stand, can you stand behind, behind Justin? And then what's your name? Mark, come on, Mark, stand right here. Yeah, do me a favor, go back a little bit. I don't want you to, no collateral damage. There we go, perfect. So, I'm over here, you know, and I'm seeking the Lord, you know, praying. God, you know, why are things so crazy? What's what's happening? What are you trying to show me? You know, all up in the realm, God showed me, showed me this, that, and third. God gives me this vision. And, you know, this vision, you know, Pastor Tim, he, he represents the end point of the vision, right? And so. God shows me and I begin to understand like the vision it has you know on a maroon shirt and the vision has on jeans and the vision has on I don't have on my glasses I think he has on sneakers right so so God begins he begins to show you this big amazing picture right and so in my spirit now faith is the substance come on here of things that that vision causes me to now to desire right but I'm standing here. And so the reason, because see, the reason he has to impregnate me in the spirit is because, look at here, there is going to be opposition from here to there. There are going to be things that I have to learn from here to there. And it says that the spirit, come on, the, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Right? There are things in my flesh They're going to fight along the way because it might get too hard. I got a mark in my way, standing with hands in his pocket and I might be a little intimidated that things have to change from what I'm used to and so when I face the first obstacle, I'm realizing, hmm, I don't know, the vision seems a long way off. I don't know if I feel like it today. I don't know if my mind is ready for it today. I don't know if the people want to do it today. Man, I'm tired of change. I've been changing enough already. But the picture in the spirit draws me to a place beyond the opposition. Beyond my feelings. Come on, you're going to have to, to, have to. I'm messing with Mark. So in the days and the times that I'm like, I want to turn around. It's something about the magnet of the vision that whatever I have to do to mark, you'll live tonight, Lord. Whatever I have to do to mark, who represent an obstacle. I just press past. I don't know if I got to speak to it. I don't know if I got to cry through it, but whatever it is, it's a magnet in my spirit because the realm of faith has been opened up to me and my spirit responds to faith, even though my flesh, right, doesn't want to. And so I'm passing obstacle. Yeah, thank you, Lord, because now I got justice. Oh, I need a co labor in the spirit. Get my football stands, y'all. Yo. Oh, you got me? Let's go. Oh, my, I, oh, look at it. My enemy has become my footstool. Look at that. No more. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. So I gained some strength in that. So now I got me a partner in the spirit. Got me an intercessor in the spirit. Two are better than one. One can chase a 1,000. Come on here. But two can chase 10,000. Ready? You ready? Let's get it. Come on. Whoa. Got out of that one. That one was rougher than the other one. Any man, <laughs> <laughs> look like Justin want to come out to me. I bind you, Pharaoh, in the name of Jesus. Red Sea, open up right now. It's all right. Appreciate you. So we got through that. But the big ones, right? The bigger trials win you. you start breathing hard, <sighs> disoriented, you don't know if you can make it. You don't know if you want to make it. You're so close. She's got another obstacle. She's got her game face on, too. She's like, I don't care that you're from Miami. Yeah, I'm just going to back up and just try to outrun her or something. But I see it. It's Terry. But he said, wait for it. But wait doesn't mean do nothing. I'm building myself in the wait. I'm building my faith, come on here, in the way. I'm dealing with my insecurities in the way. I'm dealing with external things in the way. So I've come to two major things in my life, or two major things in this organization. And I'm standing potentially before one more. Maybe she's the financial part. Maybe she's the people part. Maybe she's now a broken relationship that you thought would would, would, would be with you. Come on here. Uh, two vision. Like there are things that come especially at the breaking point. But why so downcast all thy soul? Come on here. Put your trust in God. Lift up your head. Come on here. oh ye gates. Look at here. And the king of glory shall come in. So when I get, look at here. When I face my hardest obstacle. I need glory. So that means I need worship. I need intercession. Oh God. I need heaven to move it for me. Come on here. Oh God! So how do we It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by You, and this is how I fight my battles. And this is how I fight my battles. And this is how I fight my battles. You see that? No opposition because the realm of worship and the realm of prayer lifted me, look at here, to, oh God, to, the, my, to my optimal environment. Everything that God created has an, uh, an environment in which it thrives in. Every believer need what's around the throne. And so it's worship and prayer, and so now I'm at the place of vision acquisition. I'm looking, yeah, thank you all, come on here. We need to see these pictures Because things about us have to change along the way. I could have stopped at Mark. I could have stopped, definitely could have stopped at Justin. What's your name? Leanne. Sure could have stopped at Leanne. But do you realize that for each obstacle, the Spirit gives you a different strategy? In apostolic transition, last Sunday's Worship experience, you're never trying to replicate because apostolic people live in the currency, the current stream of what the Lord is doing. So, you need a break? All right, okay. So, Abacca 2 says that I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. And I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Now, one of the things when we are in apostolic transition and we're beginning to talk about, okay, I'm transitioning towards birthing the vision. The first thing that we've got to understand is that our posture must change. Habakkuk, he said, I will stand upon my watch. So there's two things that happen. He understood that I just can't sit around anymore. He understood that I just can't wait for the pastor to tell me what to do. I've got to now become an initiator. I've got to begin to wake up. I've got to evaluate what's my gifts. But then he says here, at my watch. That means that Habakkuk understood the metron that he was responsible for. Apostolic people begin to understand what God has given them stewardship over. Y'all with me or did I lose you? Let me go down another street. Yes, territories, nations, cities. If God has called you to the youth, if God has called you to prayer, if God has called you to uh, worship, if God has called you to, I don't know if y'all, well, I don't know what y'all have here, but gatekeepers. If God has called you, come on here to be a financier of the vision. Uh, If God has called you to the advisory board, if he's called you to outreach and evangelism, whatever your watch is, you as an apostolic person have to begin to come to a place of understanding who you are. What is your supply? Every joint supplies. So what are you supplying to the vision? You've got to begin to wrestle with yourself and wrestle with God to understand. You've got to begin to separate what's a hobby and what's an assignment. Because hobbies we play with, but assignments we don't stay home for. Because in a war, we don't have time for you to be missing in action. Apostolic ministry is not evangelical focused. Alright. Y'all ain't like that. Apostolic people are warriors. Your wrists hurt, you don't stay home. You bandage it up with something from Walgreens or CVS or whatever y'all got down here. You bandage it up and put some icy hot on it and you come and you hold your post because you understand that your position is strategic and not optional. (sighs) Huh? We're talking about growing up, right? Because we're talking about taking territory. We can't take up territory if you miss it. Every time you don't feel good. Every time you had a bad week, because you show up to work when you have a bad week. So apostolic people don't make God optional. He doesn't go on your option list because listen here see apostolic transition it means you understand it you're not just dealing with the savior who brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light you're dealing with a king who wants to return on his investment and the possessions and the spoils of a territory somebody's life is dependent upon you on post So you begin to elevate your understanding of your assignment. So he says, I'm going to stand at my watch and I'm going to station myself on the rampart, which is a defensive wall of a castle, a walled city, right? And so one of the things, if you can understand about a watchman, they had a certain position where they could see the scope of what was happening, understanding approaching enemies. And so individuals, when we're in apostolic transition, you've got to begin to understand where do you need to be stationed in this region or in that organization that God has assigned you to. If God is, look at here, if God has assigned um, him to this uh, keyboard here as a minstrel, that means his responsibility is to make sure heaven stays open. So as we're walking the grounds, come on here, look at here, a blanket of God's government and the angels of the Lord are ascending and descending to ensure our victory. If he decides I don't feel like doing it today guess what we might struggle when you begin to accept apostolic responsibility you begin to understand that you are vital and you are necessary vital and necessary you are a vital and necessary part you are not optional come on here and you can no longer make God's business optional Then he says, this is important, he said, I'm going to look to see what he will say. Apostolic people hear what God is saying, but they see the picture of it. I'm not just listening to what he's saying. I'm looking to see what he's saying because there are dimensions that God has attached to this vision. Let me say something. Listen, as Pastor Tim talks about transitioning to an apostolic house or if you're attached uh, to another ministry and you know that God is in the vein of having you move over territories, you've got to begin to now understand, look at here, that your time of prayer and your time of worship are opportunities for God to speak so that you can see the picture and you can see the Strategy apostolic people do not take territory without strategy. We don't just have prayer, we don't just have prayer, we have prayer with an end goal, and end goals mean that we need strategies, we need a plan. God, how do you plan to take over this region? God, how do you plan? Come on here. God, who needs to be in position to take over this region? God, what's missing from our current organization that we need to pray in so that we can fulfill the mission and the vision that you have called us to? Apostolic people, even in the area of family. Do you know that apostolic families have, uh, have visions? They have a legacy path. with me he says so I'm gonna look to see what he will say and what answer I'm to give to this complaint in other words apostolic people understand that whatever God is showing you he's looking for you oh God to become an answer to it so when we talk about revival And we talk about all of this prophetic stuff that God showed me, God showed me, God showed me, God showed me. We can become so seeker-friendly and so just excited that God showed us something, but we never do anything with it. Why is God showing it to you? What are you going to do with what is in your hand? Because anything that God, when God shows you something, there is a weight attached to it that then says, well, the heavens are yours. This thing is happening in the earth. What am I supposed to do with it? How am I supposed to steward this thing that you have given me? Because apostolic ministry is about stewardship. Stewardship and ownership. It's not about visitations, it's about habitations. We got to get squatters off of the land. We got to get ice out of the land. What, What is even standing in the vision of your life that needs to move out of the way in order for you to see what it is that God has prophesied to you? Because God has given some of you amazing individual dreams and and visions and things that have been germinating in your heart and the the, the word of the Lord says hope deferred makes the heart sick. But I really believe that the reason why there is so much delayed hope in the body of Christ is because we've been expecting God to do it while we sit on the couch. And we haven't understood that what he showed us, we have to be co-laborers in. We have to be co-participants in. And as we begin to move in faith and work new muscles, we'll then begin to see, come on, the hand of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord in the land of the living. So what we really are, what really happens here is that we become apostolic people, become the womb of God for the manifestation of the kingdom in the earth. You become a walking womb in the earth. So anything, look at this, anything that God is going to do in earth is because you allow him to work through your womb. Y'all got that picture? Y'all understanding that? So when we talk about when we talk about this whole vision. Piece, And birthing an apostolic vision how we move we have to begin to examine I want you to examine five things first thing I want you to examine and and whenever we talk about uh, birthing uh, many people are somewhat familiar with a woman right who who has to go through the birthing process and so giving birth to a vision can be parallel to bringing forth like a child And so there are five key elements that I want to talk about to ensure healthy delivery. All right. So one is, first one is the actual person who is carrying the vision or the baby. When we are in apostolic transition and we're birthing the vision of God, I want you to begin to think about where are you the person? Where are you in your mentality? Where are you in your mind? Where are you in your discipline? What are you feeding your spirit? Because whatever you're feeding your spirit, it gets fed to the vision. If you're frustrated and you speak in frustration, then that's what you're feeding. You're contending with what's on the inside of you that's supposed to come out of you look at here if you're undisciplined in your worship undisciplined in your prayer guess what the vision doesn't have the nutrients that's necessary come on here to grow and come to full term so you got to begin to think me as the person who God has asked to carry this particular piece this particular assignment this particular thing in the earth where am I located because when you when a woman gets pregnant she has to make adjustments So when we now are carrying something for God that we have never carried before, we now have to think about what adjustments do I need to make. Whoever intends to build a building and doesn't count the cost, look at here. So we get pregnant in worship, but then we don't want to be responsible for... We love the worship experience, but do you understand that worship experiences, come on here, are uh, impregnation channels? You get the seed of God, then the word of God comes, and it, it stamps upon what was spoken. Come on here in worship, and you come on here. He's making sure that what was deposited, it sticks and it stays. So now you're responsible for what you carry, and you got to understand that there are going to be some habits that you now have to create, and there are going to be some other habits that you now have to break. So, oh God, if you're used to inconsistency, when you're carrying something new, you're going to have to become more consistent. If you're used to depression being your normal, you gotta fight through that you have the mind of Christ peace that passes all understanding to consume your heart and your mind so there is a metamorphosis that you the person has to go through in order to be able to handle the magnitude do you understand even as a visionary i can't imagine what pastor tim and pastor kathy have to go through with god the demand that god is placing upon them do you know that god will challenge your idiosyncrasies Challenge some things when he's trying to get you to move into a new vein, you didn't see it that way before, and he's trying to show you that way before. And you're like, Yeah, I don't know, God. He was like, Yeah, but that's what I'm requiring. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. He begins to push you, and you feel that push. Do you understand it's uncomfortable? It's uncomfortable when you're carrying something for God. Come on, here that may have never been in that region before. How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do it with these people? How am I gonna do it in this atmosphere? How are we gonna do it in this region? Man, how am I doing do it in this organization? I don't know. Can't imagine the things that they have to think about. And then They probably got half the people who be like, yeah, let's go, and the other people are like, no, let's just stay the same. And in that tug, in the heart. See, we don't know what keeps leaders up at night. Or at least in, you know, analysis paralysis in the day. What keeps them thinking? What keeps them in a place of how are we going to execute this? So there is a personal transformation and I want you to carry this very specifically in your heart understanding that the things that we're asking God for, we must change to prepare for it. As he is preparing the purpose for us, he now is preparing us for the purpose. And there are some personal pains and personal struggles that go into being adjusted to what God wants and no longer what you want. Somebody say, adjust me, Lord. The second thing that has to be evaluated when you're in the process of birthing vision is understanding power power this is the second P the first P was person the second is power right and so I gave you a picture of the obstacles and so when contractions come that's the pain in the birthing process do you have enough power to push through the obstacles whether it's people issues relationship issues uh, psychological issues whatever those things are there has to be enough power to push power to push you have to consider do i have the power to push am i gonna lose strength at the place of my breakthrough at the place where i'm just about to deliver this apostolic come on here this apostolic place of acceleration this thing that god has asked me to place in the earth do i have the strength to deliver it you cannot lose heart and you cannot lack power right before the fulfillment of god's promises write it down So pray for power, pray against specific hindrances to power that you discern and pray for God's supernatural release for power to come forth. These are prayer points as God continues to stir this particular ministry, continues to stir you, even in your personal life. God, what do I need power and strength for? How do I pray beyond these distractions? Because we need to be strengthened in our inner man. And our inner man needs to be made to know the wisdom of God. Third thing, the passenger, what we're carrying. Sometimes we don't get to the fullness of the vision because sometimes the baby is overdue. Are you in delayed obedience? Has God already told you to shift? Has God already told you to do X, Y, Z? Come on here. But And so what you're carrying now, look at this, is so large now it's difficult to deliver it and sometimes the vision is too big for the small amount of people that may be committed so you got to pray this is part of your press strategy you've got to pray for committed people to handle The magnitude of what you're carrying. Now understand when you pray these prayers, I'm going to be honest, it may produce a shift in who's with you. So you've got to be prepared to manage your heart to allow some to leave to make space for those to come. Because the pastoral heart wants everybody to stay. But the apostolic heart wants the strategic ones to stay. So you got to be okay with letting people out of the pushing and delivery room. Come on here. Who are going to kill the baby. Man, this was supposed to be empowerment, wasn't it? Let me say some nice stuff. Let me find some nice stuff to say. Tim said that's why I'm here say all the stuff you know all right. you say all the stuff I'm thinking Dr. Right? say it all no. right on so pray for the maturity of the leadership to handle the birth pray that the large vision won't be hindered by small-minded people pray that the people have a mind to work and that if laziness exists that God begins to upgrade their soul. Because people need upgrade when God has an amazing vision. Trust me, everybody has to change. From the bottom to the top, from the top to the bottom, from the circle, everybody has to change. There is nobody who is exempt from change when you're birthing apostolic vision. All right, number four, the passageway. This is another problem that occurs uh, during birth, is the passage. When the canal, the pelvis is too small. So what things constrict, the channel through which it passes, sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's resistance to change. Sometimes it's not following the instructions. The doctors say, pause, but your you skin's gonna hurt too much. You never felt that before. You've gotta do what is necessary To cause the channel to open wide enough so that the baby can come through so that the vision can come through sometimes it's a lack of discipline we only want the pastor to read the word we only want the pastor to understand the vision no let me tell you the the apostolic minister needs individuals who surround um him or her right to be able to impart what the spirit of the lord is saying not what you desire Because the other thing that causes the pelvis to be too small is that the, 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 the leader cannot, cannot open up the canal because it's too confused between what your desires are and what God's desires are. So you got to kill your flesh because this isn't about... Oh, never mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. You got to come into unity. know that in apostolic transition there are no votes we'll vote about whether we want blue chairs or brown but the reality of the vision and what God said apostolic ministry becomes very theocratic very God driven this is what the Lord is saying and so this is what we must submit to so your personal agenda your personal desire your personal preferences come on here You have to die, decrease, so that the vision, what God wants, can increase and can expand. So when you are in apostolic transition, you must move out of the way. You gotta make a commitment, like write that down, type that out. When you go home tonight, say, Lord, help me get out of the way. And you've gotta then become a participant in the transition. How do you help the push? What can you give to the push? Are we having strategy meetings monthly? Out of prayer, once we come out of prayer, what's happening? Who's writing it down? Who's the scribe? Who's recording stuff? Who's then now invited to the strategy meeting to say, okay, now let's unpack what the Lord talked about. How are we going to execute this? Why? Because you got to stay in the present truth and present strategy of what God is doing. So that then you can check it off on the list. Okay, we did this and God did that. We did this. Okay, these are the next sets of instructions because God wants a return on his investment and he wants to know that you're not going to haphazardly make this transition. That this transition is going to uh, be intentional and not just because it's something popular. You're going to be a hub, you got to be intentional. You got to understand what are you being assigned to take over. Got to be intentional because the enemy doesn't want you to have this territory. So if you go out of there and this thing is an option, you're going to find yourself optioned out. Because it takes a very clear-minded vessel. Who understands this is the ground we're going after. This is the territory we're seeking to gain. This is the, listen, we're turning this nation. You've got to begin to set a line of demarcation. What's your metron in this area? Where does this thing stop for you? And you begin to understand. These are how many buildings we're going to buy. This is the number of territory. This is what we're going to do. We're establishing this because this is the demographic problem in this area. God has brought us somebody to be the answer to this. This is how we're going to have, you know, revival hub night on Fridays. But on Sundays, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to impact the community. Okay, who has an input with government? Who has an end with the mayor? Okay, we're going to start setting up some meetings. We're going to start having community meetings to understand what the community needs are. It takes strategy. Not just encounters. Encounters fuel you to do that. But encounters are not the end all. It's like the gas station. You don't live at the gas station. You go, you get filled up, and you drive all the way around. Come on here. Till you run out and you go right back. This, 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 that. And ultimately, these seats should start to change. Because it's like a cycle in an apostolic hub. All of you get to work so that you make seats for people who now need to learn. Until they get to work. And so this cycle should be like this. All right, last one is positioning. Positioning is a a critical element because if the vision, if the baby is in the wrong position or direction, you could breach the birth. So look at your vision. Is it in the right direction? Is it in the right posture? Does it look like in its current state what god said and what changes do you need to make to begin to turn the corner because you can't deliver it how it wants to be delivered you can't deliver it how you want to be delivered you want to be delivered it must be in the right position and placement by god and this is so true in the spirit realm the thing that the thing that makes sure what we're building in the natural comes out right is the fact that we have created the right spiritual environment and that's why these the, the weekends like this and what uh, Pastor Tim and, and Vineyard, what you all are doing in terms of this consistency of this open portal, it becomes critically important because the spirit realm opens up what is invisible in earth. It brings it to a place of visibility so that you can execute it, right? So prayer and worship opens up literally um, the vehicle so you can understand what is happening in eternity eternity that you now pull down and you create pattern for in the earth. We are very good at spiritual literacy, but we don't understand functional application. And so we've got to understand how do we take spiritual information... And make it practical in the earth so that those who get it can run with it. And that's how we're going to transition apostolically. This is how we are going to birth vision. And so your part in this then is to figure out where do I need to adjust? How do I need to become prayer? Y'all heard me? become prayer not just come to a prayer meeting but how do you become prayer how do you become walking prayer how do you become a walking ark of the covenant a walking glory carrier that you so feel come on here to the overflow that when you come in here it is literally iron sharpening iron it is literally glory carriers attaching to glory carriers there's nothing worth more that will ever come close. That's why we ask the Holy Spirit to come. Nothing can compare in my living hope, your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves. When my heart becomes free, And my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord. And we say, Holy Spirit. come to overcome we overcome we ask for that outpouring because we want to export it in the earth not just to soak it in but to export it out so when I take all of the glory in this room and I walk out of those doors and I walk into Walmart I become somebody's divine appointment on the bread aisle, on the liquor out, on whatever aisle it is, I become, you know what? Because the glory, the reason I lifted my hands is to get corporate empowerment in this setting to continue to be who I've been called to be. So that out of this realm, I begin to live in it. So that when I go into Walmart God begins to show me the invisible things about the person come on here about the purchase bread and I can walk up to him and say I don't want you to think I'm crazy but can I pray for you and you begin to touch people's lives look at it see we like to prophesy to each other but the apostolic movement is about what's taking place in the marketplace so can you be flood this so your glory our hearts to be over to be over can't contain it, I can't contain it. So holy, 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 Holy Spirit you are welcome, welcome, welcome. So the invitation is for habitation. The invitation is for habitation your glory Lord stand to your feet your glory Lord cause me to be a glory carrier cause me to be a vision carrier oh God come on just slip your hands and worship just begin to yield yourself yield yourself to transition You yourself to worshiping with understanding. I'm worshiping for this overflow, come on here. Not just to feel good in the moment, but it's to activate me, come on here, to becoming more than I've ever been. It's to activate me, come on, beyond my personal issue. It's to activate me beyond my personal understanding and begin to cause me to export your glory, come on, all over this region, all over this nation. You're seeking it for a different reason now. You're seeking it for use and not as a band aid. Come on. Show me how to use worship to take territories. For the time has come, and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father. Your presence, Lord.
1: Your.
0: Your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, lift that in here. Let's open up a realm in here. Your presence. Your presence. Your
1: presence. Your presence.
0: Prepare me